welcome to Song by Song by Song, a musical theater podcast. I'm Austin. And I'm Claire. And today we have a special guest who'd like to introduce themselves. That's me. Hi, my name is Zach Lopez. Happy to be here. So Zach, what song are we going to talk about today on this episode? Right now, I think today we're going to talk about one of my favorite songs in the musical theater canon that is nonstop from Hamilton. Ooh. Never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, Man. what is that? What is that about? <laughs> well, um, oh, before we get into the show, let's <laughs> learn a little bit more about Zach. So, Zach, what got you started in theater and specifically like in musical theater? Um, well, when I was younger, uh, I got told by my sister that I couldn't sing. Uh, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to start singing. So then when I got into middle school, uh, I started doing choir and stuff like that. Just out um, of pure spite. Yeah, kind of out of spite and to be better than her. And then um, in high school, my friend told me, hey, you should audition for The Great Gatsby, the, the show that we're doing in the spring. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I'm a freshman, high schooler. I was fat and ugly. So I was just like, hey, I guess I'll try. Didn't get in. Um, that's okay. Yeah, thank and you. And that's when the dream died. <laughs> that's, and that, and so I, I'm not in theater anymore. <laughs> oh, no. um, but yeah, so then the next year I decided, you know, I should apply myself to this. In, in freshman year, I did basketball and, and track, and, and it kind of replaced that with theater, right? And then so this time in, this, in, in some sophomore year, I was like, let's, let's actually apply myself and see what we can do. And then I got a lead role in the fall show that year. Wow. Um, which was a big eye-opener for me. Um, and then I tried to balance the sports slash theater, but in schools nowadays, it's not very easy to especially in possible. south dakota mm-hmm. especially in south dakota yeah they were like they were like because of your schedule in in theater we can't have you on the team and then because of my schedule in sports i didn't get a part in the one acts that year so it was what we call in the business a lose lose <laughs> um, uh, so then i was like you know what i i'm just gonna choose uh theater because i'm quite frankly, better at theater than I am sports. Uh, and then I got into the musical, which was Anything Goes, which at the same time, Claire was doing Anything Goes, yeah, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, before we even knew each other. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Um, and then, oh, just like singing and acting was just really, really kind to me. And I really like it. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Awesome. All right. Thank so you. now Thank we know a little bit about our guest. You guys already know about Claire and I. We're the same as we've been. <laughs> uh, while recording this, we're going to open Twelfth Night this weekend. But Heck yeah. it's not coming out till next week. So next weekend, you'll be able to stream that show. You won't see Claire, Zach, or I hopefully, in it. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully, because yeah. we're understudies. So hopefully everyone's okay. Yeah, we're yeah. actually, all three of us are understudying the whole show. So yeah, um, yeah I was like, I'm three characters, Austin and Zach are both understudying four characters i think i or am more. understudying four yeah. yeah yeah i think i have four tracks. i have three tracks but there's like six characters within the three tracks right well then i'm understudying four tracks <laughs> with like 
10, I think. 10 other characters, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so the past few crazy. weeks, we've basically just, like, been watching Shakespeare's Twelfth Night over and over and over again. Which is a fun time. It oh, fun. yeah. Like, the show, like, the play. I thought you were talking about a movie, and I was like, I haven't watched a movie. <laughs> I, haven't watched, I haven't been watching that. Um, cool. So, yeah, if you're listening to this next week, when hopefully it's posted, you can stream Twelfth Night on the internet. Just I'll sh- probably share the link from our social media accounts. Yeah, South Dakota Shakespeare Festival. Also this week, which ties into what we were talking about today, uh, the movie version of In the Heights came out. Yeah. And is a fun time. I've seen it Every, twice now. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it on HBO Max. Just finished it before recording this so uh yeah it was pretty cool yeah I'd say. when uh no i'm not gonna say that it's a spoiler <laughs> well no i i will say i was like i um was a bad theater person and i had never listened to it or seen or seen in the heights before going to see the movie so coming from a completely neutral point of view i thought it was a good time but i know other people did not feel that way and i'm like it's you know there's a lot of discourse on the internet. You yeah. can find it. You don't have to listen to us <laughs> talk, about, to us it. talk mm-hmm. about it. We're not critiquing anything here. Nah. <laughs> uh, but today, we're going to talk about another Lin-Manuel Miranda show, and that one is Hamilton. An American story. <laughs> yeah. Now, in our last two episodes, we did like a bunch of history into like the production of Jesus Christ Superstar and the production of Alice by Heart. Now, I feel like people that are listening to this show probably know hamilton probably <laughs> no, know the history of hamilton if you don't you're living under a rock i don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say yeah where have you been for the last like seven years mm-hmm. now if you don't brief history <laughs> so lynn i'm on first name basis not really <laughs> but i know people who are so that counts Ooh. uh he did in the heights on broadway Got through that success being his first big Broadway show that he had written. Uh, And he went on vacation. And on his vacation, he picked up the biography of Alexander Hamilton. And he's like, you know what? I could make a story about this. This guy's life is crazy. And he did. And it's made a bunch of money. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't seen the show... There's a version of it on Disney Plus. If you have Disney Plus, or if you yeah. steal someone else's Disney Plus, it's uh, three hours long. Uh, <laughs> perfect for plane rides yeah, or plane rides, car rides, long trip. There's a couple of slime tutorials of it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you find those, uh, you can find them there. Probably not as good quality as the the slime tutorial on Disney Plus. Yeah, but. Mm-hmm. So, Zach, why is Nonstop, which is the Act 1 finale of Hamilton, your favorite song, favorite musical theater song? Uh, I think, well, yes, it's definitely up there, one of my favorites. Um, for me, it's, it's exactly what an Act 1 finale should be. You know, it's like very high energy, very like, very much moving the plot forward into the events of what Act 2 will be. But not only that, it's like Lin-Manuel has a way of making one song but having three parts or more in that song 
and then mashing them all up at the end, which I really love. Um, we I, I saw that again with um, In the Heights when they were doing the uh, like 96 Grand song, and like at the end, everyone's like dreams come together. I don't know what the song's actually called. It's called 96,000. 96,000. Hey, I was really close. <laughs> um, but just I, I'm a sucker for just all of these like amazing musical like artists and voices and rhythms coming together and fitting so perfectly. Like we have History Has Its Eyes on You, Satisfied, and then whatever Aaron Burr's singing. <laughs> um, and it just comes together to make an epic conclusion to act one. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is actually what this song is, but I know like the term is a quidliobet, I believe, is when there's multiple different melodies and different songs all going against each other. But they could also be like counter melodies. Who knows? Theory's not important. I don't know. I just like um, talking about it as this song, this song, and whatever Aaron Burr is singing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like... Because we've heard the two other songs previously in Act One before, you know, Satisfied, History. And then I, I think Aaron Burr, what he's singing is just original to nonstop. So, like, I didn't know whether or not to call it nonstop when technically all three of these parts are in nonstop. So, yeah, no, I get you. I just, I mean, I think the whole musical of Hamilton is like all these songs and then Aaron Burr. Yeah, literally. <laughs> singing, yeah, they singing all. The rest. Each of the characters has their own little character motif that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is used throughout the show. And yeah, it's it is definitely one of the most fun act one finales, I'd say. For sure. Um, I don't know why for people at home. I just uh, rose my hand. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also um, a great like pump up workout song. I think it like takes you through a story and at the end you're just fucking you're pushing, you know, you're just, <laughs> you're definitely doing something. Uh, um, I just think Hamilton's also really interesting. Cause for me, since the show is very long, I feel like there's like multiple act one finales and act two finales, like in yeah. the, within the music. Like, I think the first one I always think of is, is it battle of Yorktown? Whenever they win mm-hmm. the, when they win the the revolution, I always think, oh, this must be the end of Act One, and it's like, nope, it just just keeps on going. It's nonstop. Hey, <laughs> wow, what a good pun. Hey. Um, so yeah, let's see some other history stuff about the show. Uh, it started off at the Public Theater, which is a big theater off Broadway Theater in New York. They've done a bunch of cool stuff there. That's like where hair started out. That's where a lot of Michael Friedman stuff is played, and I love Michael Friedman. Um, it's where so many shows have like started out or performed there. It is very like historic in what is run at the Public Theater. Um, Chorus Line, you can look it up. They also do the Free Shakespeare in the Park in New York. Um, if you check out like all the shows that they've done and listen to them, most of them are pretty good. Um, and then after going to the public, it went to the Richard Rogers Theater, which is the same theater that In the Heights played. And it's been going great since, <laughs> other than COVID. Other but, than the little panorama we had. Yeah. 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 I was like, all the presidents have seen it. Well, I don't know if Trump actually saw it, but Mike Pence saw it and he got booed out the building, which is pretty funny. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
It's very fitting, I think. Yeah, it's it won so many Tony Awards. Uh, I don't think it tied. It might have tied the producers. It definitely was nominated for the most ever, I believe. And I think it tied or was one short of beating the producers' records for most one. But that was also because there are a lot of double nominees of people. So only one person was going to win. It also, I mean, it got to go other places other than just New York, too, after, which is pretty Yeah, it had a very large incredible. touring. Um, opened a place in Chicago. Yep. Where we <laughs> knew one of the actors <laughs> in it. Austin went to school with him. Yeah. <laughs> Played Hercules Mulligan. So this is a shout out to you, Evren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Evren, if you're listening, if you want to be on the podcast, just let me know. <laughs> Um, yeah, they had the stop there. They opened one in the West End in London, which I think is funny when American Revolution stuff (laughs) plays in London. Be like, ha ha, you guys suck. It's always (laughs) funny, yeah, when they take very, like, American shows and take them to England, like Waitress, too. Like, everyone's Southern, but it's, like, British people pretending to be Southern. I just think it's really funny. Um, so also, this is... In this, in these first three episodes of the show, before we change our format, so look out for that the next time an episode comes out. We also like to talk about like the context of which the song is in the show. So Zach, do you want to talk about like where in the show this happens? What's all going up that's leading up to this song? Sure, sure. Um, so we already discussed that this is the Act One finale. Um, so this is fresh before the intermission. Um, and story-wise, this is directly after uh, the revolution is done. Hamilton has his kid, Philip. Um, oh, yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> he has his kid, Philip. Uh, he learns that um, his uh, friend... John Lawrence. Yeah, John Lawrence passed away. Um, he goes... Uh, in back to law school, learns the law, becomes a very successful lawyer, lawyer? <laughs> lawyer sure. probably by uh, just being really stubborn and out there. Um, and throughout the song, we see him, you know, um, uh, at a at a case uh, at a, to acquit one of his. The first murder trial. Yeah, the first murder trial of a brand new nation. Um, <laughs> And then later we we also see Aaron Burr kind of like retaliate with him, saying like you don't need to be saying all this. Uh, which the line like why do you assume you're the smartest in the room comes from? Like sooner or later this is gonna bite you in the in the behind. Um, fast forward a little bit, uh, they make the 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 papers, the United States Constitution, right? First, it's the articles of the or not the. Not the Articles of Confederacy. The, fed, the Federalist Papers? Well, that's not Federalist the same thing. Oh, that's but it's different. the thing that was happening before the Constitution. We don't know history. <laughs> they were they were making those papers. Discoveries Hamilton wrote the most because he's always writing like he's running out of time. Um, he goes to the convention to say how he thinks the government should be. Um, as well as... Uh, He's having some struggles with 
his family life, right? Because uh, Elijah's like, I want you more. I need more time with you. And he's like, I need, I'm worried about my legacy, um, in which the satisfied comes in with uh, Angelica leaving and all that stuff. Uh, and then George Washington pulls up <laughs> and is like, hey, uh, I know this is going to change your life, uh, but I really need your help. And already on board, Hamilton's like, what do you want me to do? And because of this, more discourse with the wife of her wanting to be with him more versus him focusing on his work. And at that moment, we have all the combinations of the song Satisfied, History Has Its Eyes on You, and Aaron Burr singing his verses in nonstop. Uh, which leads up into part two, which is basically uh, Hamilton's role in office. And what happens there? Did I miss anything, Austin? Um, <laughs> I was just, I'm just looking up. Oh, it was the Articles of Confederation. Hey, I was right. right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so yeah, there's the Treasury or State bit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You're gonna be in charge of the Treasury." Um, but it also like in when they're at the Constitutional Convention, they're like, I believe Hamilton presented the New York deal so there was two different there was like the new york deal which was like they wanted new york to be power and that's basically what hamilton's whole like political sphere was was they wanted new york to be the center which it was new york and then philadelphia and then the southerners had their plan which i think was called the virginia deal or the virginia compromise and then what happens in act two with room where it happened Mm -hmm. they figure that out and then they like mix the two things together and that's why like the economic hub of the country was in New York and then the White House it was in Virginia. Virginia. Because yep. the Southerners wanted some stuff. And like you can already tell, this is gonna cause trouble later down the line. Yeah, literally. Um yeah, that's that's kinda what happens. Did I hit all the points? Yeah, I, I guess the to? only other thing is just um really highlighting Aaron Burr's jealousy he oh, has yep, of sure. Hamilton. I mean, it's kind of always there, but I think this is like really the starting point of like they're both lawyers at the same time and they're both trying to do the same things. Hamilton was just slightly better every single time. Well, they at least in that first case they're working together. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because they're co-counsel, but Hamilton calls Burr like his Second assistant, assistant. Yeah, yeah. He's like, not, we're not, not assistant. A, we're the assistant same. council. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So things get testy. Yeah, you can always tell the vibe with Aaron Burr being like, I, I like you, but you are so freaking annoying. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's like, Aaron Burr's like his whole philosophy is that he's gonna wait, and sooner or later, an opportunity is gonna come to him. Versus Hamilton being like, I'm gonna go get this opportunity and that's where the clashes come yeah i feel like it's almost like being in a choir and then you're just like doing your thing and then there's that one person with perfect pitch yeah who's just like constantly telling you you're a little flat (laughs) that's hamilton (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure um so zach Mm -hmm. what is your favorite lyric and or phrase or like lyrics in the song you can have multiple if yeah you want. yeah no i think 
Uh, really cooking on this one. I think that my favorite lyric is Aaron Burr's choruses. Like, why do you assume you're the smartest in the room? It's just so catchy and <laughs> and like I don't know, it gets me moving. And then uh, it also makes me think, just like about my life. I don't think I'm the smartest in the room, but when he's like slow down basically like why do you write like you're running out of time just reminds me to just slow down sometimes you know sometimes you could be doing too much but for hamilton i guess that wasn't a problem so uh, it became a problem when oh he yeah, got shot. yeah yes it did <laughs> um but yeah i think that's probably my favorite lyric and also uh christopher jackson calling back to um history has its eyes on you his voice is just so so good um and yeah those are probably my two favorite parts right there or my two favorite lyrics in the song right there cool and so what is your favorite musical moment singing wise in the orchestration yeah definitely uh the my favorite musical moment i think i've already touched on this before but it's definitely when we hear all the three songs come together um and it's just like everything and it like if you watch the show it's like everything's happening around Hamilton. So we have the pressure from the president to do good in treasury. We have Aaron Berg constantly like in his ear, like you need to slow down. Why do you think you're the smartest? Why do you write like you're running out of time? Then we have the, the wife in Angelica situation where he'll never be satisfied with us or, or anything. Right. So he's always, he's going to keep constantly pursuing and just, the the way it looks and the way it sounds is just so awesome. And then obviously it ends with I'm not gonna throw away my shot by Hamilton. That's just it's just awesome. Cool. So this is open to all of us to answer, I guess, but do you remember I know that this was a thing that at least while I was in college, because it came out like the soundtrack cast recording came out while mm-hmm. I was in school. Like, do you remember when you first listened to Hamilton? Because I know that there are still some people who haven't listened to it or have only, like, do you remember the first time you have listened, you listened to the show? Yeah, sure. I do remember, but I'm going to, I'm going to pass it to Claire. Claire, um, do you remember the first time? Um, I I have a funny story. (laughs) Yeah, I do remember the first time. I think it was basically, I think it was when Austin came home for, some kind of break probably christmas probably break christmas it came break. out in the fall yeah probably christmas break or thanksgiving break or something and um he's like hey there's this new musical that's like a rap musical it's like pretty awesome and i was like okay and so we were like listening to it in his car as we like drove around and then so i got into it then and then i remember like I kept telling people about it. I was like, yeah, you have to listen to this musical. And they would just be like, oh, yeah, okay. And then, like, two months later, I think is when it, or, like, not, maybe not two months, but, like, not long after is when it, like, really blew up. And then um, all of my friends would were, like, listening to it all the time. And I was like, see, this is what I was telling you. And then we would go on, like, school trips, and, like, all of us would, like, share our earbuds, like, <laughs> listening to it on the bus and then I think after like that whole big thing, I was like, okay, time to take a break for a, break. a while. <laughs> take a break. Take a break. For like a while. And then I didn't listen to it for like a year. 
until I started listening to other things. But yeah, that's my first time, I think. Mm-hmm. How about you? Um, I guess I'll just have Zach tell his story last because <laughs> it seems the most fun. Um, I was so when they released the album, they released it a day early on NPR, and I think it was some website. I think it was NPR. And what's, so, the, what's that? What even is what's the NPR? National Public Radio? Oh, <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't go on the radio. And so it was my sophomore year of college at USD, and my roommate Nick and I were like, Nick knew about Hamilton. I knew about Hamilton. Like we knew that it was coming. We knew what it was. We knew that the soundtrack was coming out. Like the cash recording was coming out soon. NPR released the soundtrack like a day early. Like you mm. could listen to it early. And I think there was rehearsals going on for some show. And we invited a bunch of people to come to our dorm room and we set up Nick's laptop, hooked it up to the TV and just listened to the whole show that day. We had like 20 people in our dorm. It was a bigger dorm. It wasn't like a tiny dorm. So like in the living room of our dorm and I just remember like all of us like jamming along, like going with it and then act two hit and everyone's just like oh okay (laughs) and just everyone's like crying uh but it was a fun time it was super i think that was it was definitely a good show to listen to with people the first time like i feel like there's some shows like you probably want to listen to it alone Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. but like this show itself is like huge it's very like this is a community it's like a show about america not i mean it's a show about hamilton and burr but like it's also a show about like the growth of a country from it being nothing so it's like it feels like it's a community show and so listening to it with a bunch of people especially with it being contemporary ish music and like music that people listen to in real life with all the references to like the real songs Mm -hmm. like the in like our world rap songs and other stuff like that it definitely lifted up the vibe of what was happening and everyone just like jamming along to nonstop because it is a bop. It is. Um, so here I go. Um, so when I was first introduced to Hamilton, this was in that sophomore year where I really started acting kind of sophomore to junior year. Um, I was taking a trip to New York for the first time, which was exciting. Um, and one of my friends now, at the time, they were pretty annoying. Um, <laughs> they were crazy about Hamilton. They were like, oh, my God, this is that. Kind of in the same boat on how Claire was with her friends. Um, and it was just like, you know, it was just kind of annoying. I don't know. That kind of ruined the, the vibe for me, for uh, personally. Like, so I was just like, yeah, sure, cool. Uh, and then she started talking about David Diggs, who I had no idea about. And she was like, oh, my God, he can rap this, this, that. And I was like, nice, right? Um, so I think maybe I heard it there first, but I don't remember listening to it. Um, and then I came to school here at USD, and some people were like, you haven't listened to Hamilton, right? And I was like, no. So I started listening and I never got past the first act. And now that I think about it, I probably never got past halfway through act one because I don't remember listening to nonstop until I listened to the full thing. 
Um, and, and I would always restart the album because I would listen to it, not have enough time to get to any certain point. And then I'd be like, I don't remember what happened. I have to listen to it again. So it was a com complete cycle. And then while I was over in Germany, uh, I think Claire was telling me about how Hamilton was going to come to Disney+. Plus. And I was like, that's cool. I still haven't listened to the whole thing. And she was like, listen to it. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Because I didn't have much anything else to do there. So I finally listened to it. Uh, well, I think you're also forgetting. So like we do salons here at... Um, outer school which are basically oh, like our yeah. end of the year like we present the songs we've been working on and this this boy sings <laughs> wait for it and he didn't even it. listen to the whole thing and i'm like that's how did you know the context <laughs> yeah. google i guess <laughs> but see i had to do wait for it not i didn't have to do anything um <laughs> i mean our, I our professor like, did tell you yeah. that you had to do it it was basically. it was like it was like no one else. Honestly, how I felt, I was like, no one else here can do wait for it. I'm gonna do wait for <laughs> one it. One of the know? only people of color here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did it, and I hadn't listened to it. I had gotten to wait for it though. I yeah. do. I did oh, listen okay. to that song oh, a couple times. You know. Um, then yeah, while in while in Germany, I wasted not wasted. Oh, <laughs> wasted. The National Guard I, will come for you. I, I spent the two and a half hours that it took to finish the whole album. And from then on, I listened to it like constantly. Now it's definitely like, I've definitely put it on the back burner for a bit, but whenever I, I don't know what to listen to and I'm driving from here to Vermilion to like Watertown or anywhere farther than two hours, um, I just put it on. And it's like a perfect, perfect time to meet this story. And I also want to add the fact that it is so long, but this was also the first musical I've ever listened to slash heard of where the whole story is in the album. Yeah, you know? like it's there's basically only, an off. Yeah, there's only one section in the show that isn't, in the cast recording because it's so small and that's the also the only point where they really talk in the show and that's where Lawrence dies um and that's just so crazy to me is how you can get that whole thing of course like maybe Les Mis is also the same there, way. Are, there are a lot yeah. yeah and there are a lot but, but they're this not the as first fun. to me uh <laughs> that I really realized I was like the whole story's here like wow and that was that was just crazy yeah, you young people born at the end of the 90s not appreciating Rent for being a rock opera. <laughs> well, I just, and it's also just like, it is a sung through musical, which there are a lot of those, but it's it was such like a different kind of yeah. sung through musical. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Rent is also a different kind, but like compared to like Les Mis or... Um, it's good because I think Les Mis is garbage. But. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, hot take. I, I think I, I don't know. Les Mis is okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give it hot garbage. Hot garbage. You know, hot, hot garbage. being good, but also not that good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the first time, the first time I officially listened to Nonstop as it's as the song, and uh, I, you know how when your brain like explodes out the back of your head. <laughs> With like just tingles and you're just like, 
euphoric you know yeah i feel like that's I remember, definitely what happened to me i remember sure. zach being in germany like listening finally listening to it for the whole time and like texting me like man non-stop is gas yeah <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's good <laughs> this, this is... and i was like yeah i've known that for like four years mm-hmm. and i was like dang i really i really kind of hated myself for not giving it a chance like sooner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it know? it was, it was like, one of those things where definitely like the people who were like so over the top about it, it definitely could kind of ruin it mm-hmm. for other people. I think that's what happened to me with Les Mis. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh but yeah, cuz Hamilton definitely was like one of those shows where the fandom popped off super hardcore and rightfully so. And like the show did all the stuff to like make it so that more people could see it like with the ham for ham the ten dollar lottery and it being popular with young people and them doing the edu ham stuff where they would bring in students to Mm -hmm. perform their work and stuff as like i know that the there's problems with hamilton just like there's problems with every show and all like writers and stuff that go on especially like once things get older like the show came out in like 2015 and it is already kind of like aged poorly in some aspects um but it like brought in a whole new group of musical theater fans and i would say that's probably not a bad thing like mm-hmm. what do you mean by age badly uh i mean there's just some stuff on the internet about like how the show well like lynn not writing certain aspects into the show like getting rid of all like the native americans and their like help with the war and how there's like not a character in there because it doesn't really like fit with the storyline that they're going into but like them still being a major aspect in the country at that time um and also just people think it's a little corny <laughs> like those gen zers who are like this seems like the thing where your teacher comes in flips the seat around over and <laughs> is gonna be like you know who the best rapper was william shakespeare <laughs> sure okay yeah. yeah but like overall i'd say that it's still a good time yeah was, it still definitely opened some doors yeah no that it was were definitely closed. groundbreaking i won't say his name but a certain professor here told me that I needed to thank Lin-Manuel Miranda for giving a, pers- a person of color like me an opportunity to act yeah. <laughs> or somewhere close to that. Uh, and so, uh, yeah. Yikes. So yeah. thanks, Lynn, if you ever... Lynn, <laughs> if you're <laughs> listening to this show. But yeah, yeah. No, it was definitely groundbreaking in that sense um, where uh, the majority of the cast was people of color and... Yeah, I was like, obviously, there's always room to grow, but yeah. a good step in the right mm-hmm. direction. So, with some, like, final words, I guess, do you have a favorite version? Like, do you like the Disney Plus version? Do you like the version on the album? Do you like a different version? Well, I think that, in any sense, most of the time, uh, the cast album's going to be the perfect version, right? Because that's the one that they get all ready and mixed up for. Um and I'm gonna have to say with the I'm gonna have to go with the cast album version. Um, it was amazing to watch it for the first time on Disney Plus. But the thing I don't like about Disney Plus is um, that the recordings they got of 
uh, Leslie Odom Jr., he had to like, be modulating his voice because he's doing it so much, and he just sounded weird. Uh, he did not, like, I remember hearing his voice on the cash recording, and I'm like, ah, oh, I can't wait to hear this. And then he sounded more, like, nasally and stuff like that, and I was just like, this is not what I heard on the cash recording. Hot take. Um, <laughs> I like his voice on the Disney Plus well, more than I do on the take. cast recording. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> so Leslie, um, just, if you're listening, <laughs> just know. We but love no, you. Leslie's voice is so great. But in the Disney Plus version, um, yeah, yeah, it just wasn't it. Just at the very beginning, I think I got used to it towards the towards the end or more towards the end. But just like everyone's voice was kind of like, like how Lynn was like, <laughs> you know, I don't know how to say, um, uh, yeah, like I don't know. Oh yeah, there was definitely a time pure. of um, just roasting Lin Manuel Miranda after the Disney Plus version came out. Yeah, which I was like, um, <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not speaking directly into the mic. Um, I'm trying to look at everyone; it's not working. <laughs> They're behind me. Anyway, um, yeah, there was a time of um, Lin being roasted on TikTok after um, Hamilton came out, and now. Look at him in the heights, yeah, jamming, he doing really his good. doing his best, mm-hmm. making those people eat their words. I mean, of course, you know there's auto tune, but we're just gonna, I'm just gonna say that Lynn, um, well, I'm like everyone has off days, <laughs> <laughs> so just let Lynn live his life. <laughs> yeah. So my answer is the cast recording. I haven't really listened to any other versions of nonstop in terms of like other different people making stuff. it, different casts. Um, but I will say, I forget her name. She's in the Umbrella Academy. Emmy yeah. Raver Lampman. Her version of Satisfied Oof. is fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with that option up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Clara, do you have any last things to say about Nonstop from Hamilton? Um, no, it's just it's a good time. And I think um, it will always be one of the songs off the album that I won't get sick of. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, thank you, Zach. Thanks Thank for coming on for the last episode that we're gonna <laughs> do of this kind of like talking about one song. Claire and I decided that it was fun doing this, but it's a lot of work. And <laughs> at this point in time in our lives, we don't have time to do a lot of work mm-hmm. for like research and stuff purposes. Um, the next episode that will come out after this one will be our new format, which, like I said in that little update bonus episode, if you listen to that, is going to be more like a draft system where we'll have a category and Claire and I and our guests will just pick like our top five songs that fit into that category. Uh, I think we're probably going to record one of those today still, hopefully, Ooh. for our first one. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say it right now on this episode as we're ending. The first category that we're going to do, as I think it is very fitting for the first episode of the new format, is we are going to talk about our favorite opening numbers, not including overtures, because that can be its own separate episode. So we're going to talk about our favorite opening numbers. So it's Mm going to be us talking about a song. We'll say it. We'll tell a little bit of words about it. We won't go into too much detail, and then we'll move on. So thank you again for listening. Thank you to. Oh no, I forgot what his name is. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> not you, Zach. Thank you to the person that created the music that we use in our show. Uh, 
I will add it into the description notes because I am dumb and <laughs> I am very sorry. We love um, thank you to the Podbean app because that's where we are hosted. You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts for sure. We're looking to expand more into different podcast apps. You can follow us on our social medias. We have a Facebook page, a Twitter, and an Instagram. And I believe that all of them are at Song 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 Pod. And, yeah, follow us there for some updates. There's not a lot on them yet, but we're just getting started back up. Uh, In the coming months, weeks, who knows how many episodes there are going to be. There might be some. There might be none at all. But we'll hope to see what happens. Hopefully, we'll have a few more episodes. Any final words? Any plugs that you guys have? Uh, I just want to say thank you for letting me be part of this historic experience of being the last of this format. Out of the two <laughs> episodes that you did, uh, so thank you again. Uh, and uh, follow me on Instagram at just plain old Zach and on Twitter at just plain old Zach. That's Claire. me. Oh, for doing plugs, yeah. Um, follow me on Instagram at vetter dot is dot better. Um, I'm also during this summer a part of a, tr- a children's theater acting troupe called Storybook Land Theater. If you want to find us on Facebook or I think our Instagram, SBL Theater, um, we're pretty cool. I think we make good family content, <laughs> which is really fun. And I think you would enjoy it. So yeah, Awesome. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AVetterActor. Um, I just talk about movies a lot and theater stuff. I don't post a lot, but... Maybe I will if a lot of people follow me. Who knows? Yeah, maybe I'll just become a new... I'll be the next musical theater Instagram influencer. There are so many of us on TikTok, and I'm just trying to get my foot in the door. Oh, you can follow me on TikTok at AVetterActor as well. Um, So, yeah, we're going to end this episode. Um, The world is opening back up from the pandemic, but just remember to be safe. If you haven't gotten your vaccine yet, go get your vaccine. It's not going to hurt you. Magnets aren't going to stick to your arms. That's just a hoax. Uh, Make sure you read everything that's on the internet. Just don't share misinformation. Uh, Be good people. Black Lives Matter. Heck yeah. BIPOC Lives Matter. It's It's Pride Pride Month, Month. so happy Pride. Heck yeah. Trans Lives Matter. Everybody's Life Matters. And everyone just needs to understand. Be good people. (laughs) Don't be a dickhead. I'm going to put the explicit tag on here just for that one sentence. (laughs) You telling me I could have been swearing this whole time? (laughs) I really tried to stop myself. (laughs) Well, I wasn't going to, but I'm trying to get my point across. Yeah, sure. Don't be a bad person. Awesome. All right. Thank you again. We'll Mm -hmm. see you next time. Bye.